You are now entering Zone 4. Please be seated and prepare to experience the nerd aristocracy. Any offences encountered by today's broadcast will not be the responsibility of the Mars Civex Consolidated Drilling Corporation or its subsidiaries. Welcome to the Nerd Aristocracy, the podcast for all things nerd. Available worldwide at nerdaristocracy.com. The leaders of the nerd proletariat, your esteemed hosts, Jonathan Bell and Ryan Reinecke. Greetings, proletariat. Welcome to episode 57. I am Jonathan Bell alongside Ryan Reinecke. The man with the plan. Hello, nerds. Hello, Jonathan. The white man from Afghanistan. Yo, yo. That's what they call you on the street, right? As they're shooting at me. Yes. Okay. And chasing me. Well, in yes. that Afghan city. Right. Name one Afghan city. Um, Afghanistan. Um, I, I don't know. I thought, like, Afghanistan. Afghanistan just, city. Yes. No. I, no? Uh. That's bad. That's how bad you are, America. That we don't know that. You know, <laughs> we've been over there for how long? Uh, to Crete, huh? That's something. Is That's it? Iraq. Is it something? To Crete is definitely something. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Bahrain. We're just going to start naming off Middle Eastern Bahrain, cities. And, that's, that's, and Bahrain's hoping. a cool place, though. Bahrain, I think, is friendly to, to white people. Uh, from the, we haven't bombed them. I, I think that's the key. Where you don't bomb, you're pretty much welcome well, until you. I'm pretty you sure bomb you it. have to put a time uh, variant on well, where right. we've bombed because right. at some point we've bombed pretty much every place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like at some point we've bombed Iceland, you know. But it's just yeah, a matter of there's that window when and under what circumstance. Yeah, it's like what, when can you make a, a bad, tasteless joke about a celebrity that died? You need that too soon thing to pass. Right. It's but, like, but can you, you, can't, you, you can't let country? it, you know, the the window of opportunity bypass either because then it's just not funny anymore. Yeah, know? that's true. You got to be on that threshold. Right. Unless you're Jeff Ross and you just, you know, say something horribly offensive as soon as you can. Right. Um, one name I do know is Netanyahu. That's uh, true. Because whenever I hear on NPR, like, uh, the Prime Minister of Israel, uh, blah, blah, Netanyahu, has today signed a peace accord, I always go, Netanyahu! Right. And I'm sure his family does that every time he's around. Yes, because they, his family, why would they have the same last name? You know, that's just... Mm-hmm. Well, they do. They just celebrate it. That's, I mean, they're Jews. Yes, I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry for Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Um, Repository for all known information to mankind. Yes, there's Kabul, Mm -hmm. Kandahar. Kabul. Kandahar. Herat, Mazar-e-Sharif, Jalalabad, Lashkar-Gar, Talakwan, Khost, Shibergan, and Ghazni are the... Uh, What's your ten. favorite out of there? I like Jalalabad. I like Shabergan. Shabergan? Yes, because it sounds like like a, a, like a suburb of Chicago or of oh. a, like a small town in Wisconsin. Right. Shabergan. Oh, him and all his other Italian kids grew oh. up in Shabergan. Yes, I'm sure it's probably like Shabergan or, or you know some. However, we say it's correct. Some some bastardized pronunciation. I don't know how you pronounce K H O S T. Is that cost or coast or I said coast originally, but Kahost. Kahost. 
Yankee. That's probably it. Or go home, Yankee. See, Mazar E. Sharif sounds like a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too many words for a name of a right. too many letters, too many sounds for a city. Can't agree with that. I don't know, but this has mm-hmm. been your uh, your geographic minute. Yes, on the nerd with your geography retards. <laughs> your geographic five minutes. Well, you learned something today, folks. Man, That's we true. just starting out less than five minutes. You already learned the top cities of the, Afghanistan. The top ten most populated that? cities in Afghanistan. So, Jonathan, how you been, man? I've been all right. Uh, you know, nothing. Uh, I wish I had something crazy exciting to report and or blame the hiatus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I could say I went to jail. Mm-hmm. Or, you wish you could, um, I wish I was in jail. Uh, perhaps I... Um, went on some crazy adventure to, you know, Ireland. Mm-hmm. I did go on a uh, relatively tame adventure to Chicago. Yeah, but that's uh, that's good, man. That's, that's something. Other side of the country. Yes. Northwise. If, yeah. if you're talking Mason-Dixon, yes. Yeah, always. Um, but, uh, yeah, I went and, and, and saw uh, my good buddy David Kane and on the trip also got to hang out with uh, Amy Cooey. And uh, Karen Murphy, two old friends of both of ours. How old are they? Uh, about our age, still. Okay. All right. That hasn't deviated. That's good. You know, we grew they're up. Just haggard. With, we grew up with them, so they're, oh, go back. Yeah. So they're Sorry. still probably, I think, around our age. I don't think either of them stopped at like the prime of their life, early twenties. I think they too continued to get older. Oh man. Um, but it was fun. Uh, ate a lot of pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, clogged a lot of arteries. Yeah. Does Karen listen to this podcast? I don't think so. Okay. Hey, Karen. Fuck you. <laughs> yes. No, Karen. Love yes. you. Uh, I was telling well. Jonathan earlier. He mentioned he saw you. I said, uh, "You are one person I knew that was always a butterfly full of honey. You're a great yes. human being." And uh, makes. And me then crazy. he said, "Fuck you." Well, yeah. After well, right. you didn't listen to this podcast. Sure. This is for you. Because I mean, why? Hope you're doing well. Good for you living in Chicago, babe. Yes. So uh, that that was fun. Um, I I understand you have had uh, a few adventures. Yeah, uh, yeah, debacles living in the house. Um, right. We flooring. We had a floor put in our kitchen. New floor can be a thing, but okay. our kitchen is very so before small. there was no floor. It was just a no. It, your appliances were on dirt. Were. <laughs> Or suspended from from the ceiling on a pulley system. Okay, yes. yes. Um, and we had springy shoes to walk around on because the house is raised. Um, no, it was uh, an old uh, asbestos laminate that was down on the floor. Right. Put down there, and it was splitting in certain places and okay. kind of cracking up and peeling just from moisture of being in a kitchen cooked over the years. Uh, Anyhow, that was like one of the obvious. Oh God, this is fucking disgusting and horrible, and you know, a danger. Cut our foot. Not like asbestos in your foot's going to do anything, but just the. Let's get this taken care of. We got a quote. I drew up a pattern myself. I constructed a pattern on some paper, very simple geometric pattern, a diamond with some uh, triangles, making it form into a square, and then bordering it with another color. So three colors. I in like this. how you outlined that you drew it up on some paper. Because mm-hmm. originally I thought surely he drew it up on a rock or some right, very, cave wall, right. very, very inconvenient. 
I drew it up on the ceiling, <laughs> and then I brought the Home Depot in people in to look at that. Right. Actually, we went to Lowe's for it. I, I even went so far as to like order samples from the company, uh, pretending that I was building a new raisin cane on the Gulf Coast. Okay. Uh, because I heard one was being built by the mall. Sure. So I said, yes, I'm with this company that's building that. We're considering different tile options. Can you please send me a sample of these colors? And I uh, got them with a nice big old Armstrong catalog and stuff. And this is vinyl composite tile. This isn't the shit you got in your kitchen. Your kitchen, that's a ceramic tile. Yes. Right? I can hit that at the hammer and it's going to shatter like that's glass. That's true. That's true. A lot of tiles that you, you see... You, you hit marble with a hammer, it will also crack. But it yeah. doesn't mean it's cheap. But they're not in sheets. You know, not as readily. Um, you see a lot of tile in, in uh, residential areas, uh, even if they're uh, a vinyl composite tile, which this is called, or VCT. Uh, no, co- commercial vinyl tile, I'm sorry. Um, they're always these taupey, sandy kind of colors that are mm-hmm. just kind of to blend, to go with everything. Right. We decided to do something bold, crazy, because, you know, I'm hiding my gay side, really artistic. And you, and you never want to resell your house. Exactly. So, yes. <laughs> totally. Primarily. I'm totally... When I have an excuse to hold on to it. Right. So I went with a, a red, a yellow, and a blue yes. in a pattern together, these nice primary colors. And then we matched the color of the tiles with paint in Lowe's, so we have extended those colors to the rest of the kitchen. Right. So it's really a cool look. It's a cool feeling. You know, it's you want to be in there. So when you're belaboredly doing a task like cooking or washing dishes or something like that, you're, you're energized and you enjoy it. Right. Anyhow... Um, did this pattern, uh, send it off to be quoted uh, to Lowe's. Lowe's does some subcontracting thing out to people because they don't do anything themselves. Right. And uh, they quoted us a price for like 760 bucks. We're like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, we hardly have any money, but we don't know how to do this stuff. Anyway, it's, it's going to involve cutting, so we got somebody to do it. Long short is uh, they quoted a very low price on it because the person that quoted the price wasn't the person that was installing it. And when the rubber hit the tarmac, uh, I don't know if that's a phrase, um, the people that were going to be installing the it. shit and fan. There's something with tarmac. Okay. That's a phrase. Um, the shit in the tarmac. When the shit hit the tarmac. Yes. The people that were going to install it were like, holy shit, we have to cut all these pieces by hand and stuff like that. This is going to be a pain in the ass. Uh, it probably ended up being about a $2,000 tile job, but because they dropped the ball on that, the time frame got blown out of proportion. They had to order more tiles from the manufacturer because in their hand cutting, they made some mistakes and they were totally eating all these charges and stuff like that. Sounds great. But uh, we got a really pimping floor for less than we should have. But we were out of our kitchen for like two weeks. I mean, like no stove in there, right. no refrigerator. Um, so, eh, made out okay. But it looks fantastic. That, and now I have some pipe things where like roots were growing in the pipe pipe structure and it never became an issue before because my grandmother was, was living there before and she was shitting like once a month and it was like <laughs> dust and moats. So now that, you know, some healthy people are, like, eating meat and, like, cramming turds down there, <laughs> it got backed up. Right. And uh, we did the Roto-Rooter thing. I saw a camera down the pipes. The technology's pretty cool. They had a camera. Actually, your grandma's been dead for, like, the past 17 years. Well, y'all just went. <laughs> y'all just buried her recently. <laughs> we found her on the toilet. Okay, I didn't want to say this in the podcast, Jonathan, but uh, all right. right. She was kind of just decomposing into the toilet. <laughs> she was very good about That's cleaning up after herself. So. <laughs> she put a little lie down there and just kind of hung out. Um, uh, the Roto-Rooter technology, I've really gotten to know this, and this is a sign you're getting old. I've discovered. Okay. A marker of age, people, right. nerds. When you call a plumber to your house mm-hmm. and they they look your age... Right. They look, they're your peer. 
they, in a matter yeah, of age. Uh, unfortunately, as, as you know, as we've discussed before, uh, when I was um, in between jobs uh, living in New Orleans at one point, uh, I w- started working as a plumber's assistant mm-hmm. uh, for my uh, then-girlfriend's father, who was a plumber. And uh, I know the plumbing trade quite well. And uh, that's depressing. <laughs> is it? I think it is. They were talking about like their fees. They're like, yeah, if you dig this yourself, you're going to save some money because for each one of us, it's $105 an hour. To be oh, uh, like, there's oh, there, there's fuck. no doubt that, that your, your licensed plumber will make more money than I will ever see in my life. Uh-huh. There's, there's no doubt about that. I asked them they were hiring. I mean, I never said that they were, you know, idiots or, or you know, mm-hmm. poor. Uh, I just said that. You well, know, what's depressing about it? I mean, is it the the fecal matter? Uh, I think it was the fact that I had a college degree and I was digging ditches. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That that was fairly depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are you doing now with your college I, degree? I could I could have done with uh, out. I don't know. Say probably about fifteen twenty years of schooling mm-hmm. to to. I think. Well, anybody that becomes a bartender really. I think at that. age four, I, I had mastered the concept of digging a hole. <laughs> I'm pretty confident <laughs> at that point in my life. I had that was a concept that I'd familiarized myself with. I was I was aware of the the strategy. Okay, mm-hmm. I've got some short some sort of blade. Mm-hmm. Or or object some scooping implements. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there, there there's dirt mm-hmm. below me or sand. Yes. I would like to move some of this dirt mm-hmm. in a particular, whether it be a line for right. a pipe or whether it be a hole. Um, uh, I would like to move some of this dirt out of the way. Mm-hmm. What I'm gonna have to do is take this this blade or this 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 scooping implement. Mm-hmm. And, and and move the dirt out myself. I'm pretty sure I had mastered at that four? that concept at four years old. That's remarkable. Uh, I Which know this because at four, four I I was digging for treasure uh, with a friend of mine in my backyard, and I guess he was slow because he put his head down over the hole as I was digging, <laughs> and I hit him in the head on my way up with the stick. <laughs> and uh, like busted his head, <laughs> and he of course ran inside to tell his mom. And I was trying to, I was trying to talk him out of that. That's cool. That was not. That was put some dirt on. Right, it. Uh, but apparently the blood gushing from his face had him worried. So he did go inside and tell his mom, and then it was my fault, and I hit him with the stick. And I was like, well, if your kid wasn't such a dumbass, he saw I was digging for treasure, don't put your fucking face over the hole as I'm digging for treasure. I can see you seven years old doing that, like putting your hand on your hip. Now listen, lady, your son's a fucking moron. Yeah. That's, that's, what? It's pretty Not much how it Billy. went. But I think my mom made me apologize. Yeah, well, that's a big whatever. Well, he's probably slow after that because he racked him in the head. Anyway, but uh, yeah, um, that's your story. I'm sorry. Uh, that, that's all right uh, because I was thinking that too. I was like, it's fairly straightforward what they do. You know, they they come in, they they have these devices, these augers. They're called a u g e r, and they go down your pipes. A rotor router is just a motorized one that will like whip around and like 
basically egg beat and churn shit and roots and stuff that's in your pipes, which I had both. Um, <clears throat> then they have another device that's uh, similar. They plunge down there. It has a camera on it that has like a little infrared thing and displays up there and it has a meter tracking on it so it knows how, how far it's going out. It can tell you right there on the display, oh, it's three feet down, oh, it's 20 feet down, uh, 20 feet deployed, I mean, to the pipes. And then they have another device that looks like this uh, weird oceanographic sonar thing mounted on some handles. And they can locate the the tip of that camera underground from above to be able to isolate exactly where in the yard on the top surface that this is stopped. So they did that. They're like, Psh, some spray paint to mark it. They said, right here, exactly three feet, six inches down. We can't get any further with the camera. We don't know what's going on. It's like, okay, well, the temporary fix you guys did, that's a temporary fix that's going to cost me like $300, is letting me flush my shit away from the house. That's the important thing. Yes. At least 20 feet away from the house. Right, right, in the neighbor's yard. And uh, the house was built in like the late 40s. They didn't have these uh, clean-out valves that they have in the yard now, PVC, just unscrew it, and any crap that's backed up can easily be addressed from there uh, rather than addressing it from the house. If you ever try to address crap, it's difficult because they don't speak English. Um, <laughs> you, you don't know the Excuse sur- me. You don't know the surnames. <laughs> Sir Pooh. Whose Pooh is this? Is it, is it my wife's or my daughter's? That's another thing. Like, you know you're a family when, like, your shit's together. You know, you just have this, this stew of your combined waste. And... It's something, not to romanticize it too much, but there's something kind of, I don't know, esoteric in it almost. Like, it's very basic, very, very human, very base, but it, it, it links you through, through the humbleness of it all. Like, the first time I, I went to go take a piss after my daughter used the toilet for number two and didn't flush, and I, I'm, I'm pissing on little girl turds. Okay, this is too much for me. And they're, like, rolling over doing backflips, and I'm like, wow, this is this is what it's all about. I'll take your word for it, man. Anyway, back to the, uh, yes. the yard. And, <laughs> uh, long short, they were like, hey, we need to install a clean-out valve. That's going to be another 400 bucks, and uh, that will allow us to rotor-root the thing and clear the obstruction, blah, blah, blah. So I dig down there, like I'm digging fucking Great Escape. Lots of roots. Luckily, I got a, a sawzall to get through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means cutting. Gotcha. Um, and with sawzall as well. I get to the pipe, and there's a three-inch diameter root growing through the pipe, just through it. It's had, like, fused and melted yes. with it. And this pipe... Uh, is uh, made of something called Orangeburg pipe, which is uh, a pulpy wood material that's been melded with tar and formed. So it's basically wood fibers that are bound together with pitch, uh, which they used greatly throughout the 30s up to the 70s. And it's interesting because the pipe's coming out of the house, it's cast iron. The plumber said, oh, well, you might have Orangeburg pipe, which is very brittle and subject to blah, blah, blah. Uh, Back in World War II... They were going around pulling all the cast iron plumbing out of houses to melt down to fight the Nazis. Yes. And I was like, really? It's like, yeah, dude. Like, they would replace it with, with other kind of piping. I guess that's what happened to ours. And I was kind of pissed and inspired, too. I was like, that sucks for now. But how cool is that to have something that so many people are desperately 
joined against that you're like, yes, rip yeah. my house apart yes. to fight the yeah. scourge. Yeah. Sacrifice is, is not something that uh, modern day uh, Americans are very familiar with. No, uh, dude, be like, my so, Facebook's down. What the fuck, man? Yeah. What country is this? The the concept of 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 giving. I mean, people would like go through their house and be like, okay, well, yeah. I got these uh, nails here. I, take them. Yeah, I've got a metal lamp. I could actually live with a ceramic lamp. So you know, I'll get rid of this. Oh, you know, great great grandfather's candlestick from. The Revolutionary mm-hmm. War. We don't really need that. You know, we've got a... He didn't fight too well with that. <laughs> right. We've, we've got a... Your red coat speak. You know, we've we've got a, you know, vinyl candlestick. It works just as well here. Take mm-hmm. Grandpa Pappy's... <laughs> you know? Grandpa I mean, and, and now it's just like, really? Like, yeah. like you said, you're... Your internet is down for six hours and you're ready to fucking hang yourself mm-hmm. from your living room fucking light. Yeah, not very resilient no. we are these days. Myself included. I'm a big old soft pussy. Right. Um, so that, that just been dealing with all those things they've mounted up throughout the, the years of nobody living there. and you know, That's consumed our time. So uh, things are evening out a little bit. Uh, I'm going to be uh, representing the fine Apple computer. And their associated product line at uh, the Keysers Air Force Base for our uh, armed services, armed forces, our, our our people that are out there risking their lives should have the best technology available to them. And I will be there at the BX selling those things. <laughs> it's part time. It's a no valiant description. <laughs> I'm know, trying to make it sound for, important, for, yeah, so I'm not for, like I'm a part-time for, fucking right, store employee. For, you know? for, for a mediocre sales job, that was the finest fucking... You should write resumes for a living. You should give up your, your Apple employment and yeah. write resumes. The weird thing, I can do that for other people. I cannot do it for myself. You just did. Yeah, I already have a job, though. Like once I lost the job, you, you could I wouldn't stand be able to say <laughs> I could stand to get another two or three jobs. But I mean, if I got to be standing around talking about a product all day, right? Honestly, can't think of anything else I'd rather talk about. I believe it. So uh, fill us in in this iOS six uh, map problem. Is that wait wait? Would you am say I saying that right? No, no, you're not. I just want you to say it again. iOS 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 I, I don't know iOS okay iOS five. Um, Five, okay. Yes, uh, stands for the information operating system. Sure. Because uh, I guess I is supposed to mean information, information pad, information uh, phone. Um, yeah, iOS 5 came out, of course, they, they, uh, actually iOS 6, uh, I believe it is, for the iPhone 5. Um, yeah, right? Um, they, they have the 5, they've extended the size of it, they've you know increased the pixel density, and it's like really fucking powerful now. Uh, and there's some people bitching because this new feature they put in isn't, like, pitch perfect. Like, oh, my God, there's a park named Airfare Park in, like, Britain, and they're marking it as an actual airfield, and it's not. It's a, it's a new mapping technology. They, they, they're they partnering with this, um, this open-source mapping project, and they're licensing their technology to be able to make their own in-house mapping system. They moved away from Google, which was their standard mapping system ever since the iPhone launched. Why are they moved away from Google, you might ask? Uh, why did they move away from Google? I'm glad you asked that. I'll tell you why. Because Google, uh, if you do not know, has the Android operating system that they have developed and flowered and 
been making, they don't really make phones, but they have other companies that make phones that use their software to get out there. So in a way, they are a competitor to Apple in this market. Ergo, their first priority is not to make the best iOS Google integration, but the best Android Google integration. So uh, where Android users have enjoyed turn-by-turn navigation through Google Maps for years, Apple has just never had it. And why? Because Google never implemented it for iOS. And uh, as the mobile market's heating up, I mean, Windows is trying to come back into this sphere, but they've just been playing with their balls for so long in enterprise that it's going to be kind of sad and late to try to make up, although their interface looks cool. But um, I think Apple is like, okay, let's not rely on our competitor for one of these, you know, essential apps. So they, they bought out, uh, they bought a license for this company to start doing this. And it's just not performing that well on the now CEO Tim Cook made an official apology of like, hey, sorry, you know, it's not, you know, taking you out to dinner and meeting your mom, but yeah. it'll get there, you know. Well, I have an iPhone. I have the 4S. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 4S. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. Did you upgrade your software? I have not yet because I've heard uh, these people talk about how when they updated, they lost all their contacts. And I'm definitely afraid of losing all my contacts. Have you backed up to so, iTunes on your computer at the iCloud? I don't know how to do that. Oh, wow. So Yikes. You got a cable with your iPhone, right? I, mm-hmm. I got the, the, the cable that comes with the, the charger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it disconnects from the little That's plug, true. right? That's okay, true. That other little end that looks curiously like yes. a USB plug goes in your computer. Okay. Other end goes in your iPhone. Right. Uh, iTunes, do you have it installed on your computer? I believe I do. Okay, if you did not, it would prompt you to install it. It virtually holds your hand through the process of getting you to sign in your Apple ID, and then you can choose to set up this thing called iCloud. Do you know what iCloud is? Uh, I've heard of it. iCloud is a service. I just learned this today, actually, because I don't use it either. Uh, Is a service that Apple provides for free, that will back up uh, all your contacts and uh, your photos. You'll be able to have your photos on your computer that you take with your phone if right. you want to without having to plug it in. Right. It'll wirelessly push it into your computer. Okay. Um, it, the good thing about that is you can back up your phone, contacts, everything to the iCloud or your computer, whichever one you choose, um, and be able to pick up. I mean, your phone could fucking explode. Ostensibly, you could take a new phone, plug it in, say restore from backup. Thank God, because my phone is always exploding. <laughs> I mean, it God damn happen. it, if every time I don't go to make a phone call, <laughs> goddamn thing just explodes in my hand. Oh, let me see again. Uh, client. <clears throat> oh, motherfucker. Yes. Um, yes, you should totally plug it in to iTunes. Uh, do everything that it suggests you should do. Um, since you've never done it before, probably take about three or four hours. But once you're good, oh, great thing about iCloud is, have you purchased any music uh, on your phone? Uh, purchased a couple of ringtones. Okay. Um, have you purchased anything not retarded, like uh, movies or apps? No, I've okay. not done any of those things. Well, should you do that, it, it will also uh, share that music with your iTunes library. Furthermore, do you have any music on your computer? Uh, not as of yet. Okay. You need to rip off a bunch of music, put it on your computer. When you do the iCloud's iCloud thing, it gives you the option to do um, iTunes Match, 
which will scan your library for songs mm. and then make them available for your phone to download automatically because it assumes you've already paid for them. Right. Even if you borrow a CD from me and rip it off, it'll replace that rip-off copy with a higher quality one that you can get on any Apple iOS device that you sign in your ID with. Okay. Well, yeah. what I think what's going to need to happen no. is we're just going to need to get together on a weekend. No, no. And uh, mm-hmm. and then get drunk, mm-hmm. and then oh, well, and, and, and then you know you no. can say this is how you do this. Did you fucking plug it in. That's how you do it. Okay. So you want me to write that down? Plug in. Follow instructions on screen written in English. The end part I get <laughs> probably in a USB portal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The plug part mm-hmm. is really confusing. Me. Yeah. Do you know what you do with your penis and uh, your clenched fist? So I'll punch it? No, no, I'll not your nuts. Computer. Not your nuts. Okay. The, the tip of your pee-pee head. Old man spewy. I thrust my computer in people's faces. Wow. Okay. Um, no, you do. You do this. You see that plug that I have inserted in there? I, I see that. Okay. You 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 plug it in. Gotcha. That's plug. That gesture right there. Uh-huh. The insertion. Uh, so the, it's a verb. Is what you're. It's not a noun. It's a verb. It's like one. Saying. It's like one phase shift of fucking. Rather than like going in and out and in and right. out and in and out and then something coming out of the cable, right. you just you do it in once and then you step back, and then your phone you put the other end you f- do one phase shift fuck of your phone, put them both down, just wait for a second, phone talk to computer, computer talk to phone, and then iTunes will open up and it will say, hey dude, um, let's get you going, and you read the words in English to yourself in your head if you can. And, uh, what if I prefer German? Does Apple offer German? Yeah, you'd have to change your entire Windows system to German. If you did prefer German, then you would have done that already. And I can, in which case I can it do would that. Yeah, that would be like, uh, now you need to put in your Apple user ID. And this, well, I don't know the So they're Japanese. <laughs> that is like, it's, I, it's Japanese German? Yeah, so. I'm better with accents when I'm not trying. So I'm going to stop talking about that. Yes, um, yeah. But basically that. No, seriously, dude. Um, set it up. Go through a couple of steps. And then just go to sleep tonight. And let it do what it needs to do unless you use it for your alarm clock. Okay? Gotcha. And, and then it'll t- probably take about you know three hours. It'll say, hey, dude, I'm going to back up everything. You're okay. And then once you're okay, then accept the update to the new operating system. Good deal. So uh, we talked about this a little a few minutes ago. I'm really excited about the new Les Mis uh, mm-hmm. film coming out. It uh, yeah. comes out around Christmas. Uh, Broadway in New Orleans is actually bringing Les Mis, uh, I think, next month to the Sanger. But I didn't hear about it until like last month. And then the Sanger was open. Not the Sanger. Uh, Mahalia Jackson. No. And I didn't hear about the show until like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And by then, tickets were already sold out, and the tickets that are available on StubHub or TicketWeb or whatever are like $300 fucking dollars a piece. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, I will miss seeing uh, Les Mis live um, again, but uh, I, I really wanted to, to see it again. But, yeah, thanks uh, for showing me the trailer. I had no idea they were making a film adaptation of it. Uh, yes. Looks uh, fairly fantastic, uh, dude. Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Reinecke, yes, gonna be that, gonna be in that. The audience, yes. 
Um, Wolverine. That's true. Wolverine. Wolverine's in it. Yeah. Yes. He's the guy that steals the candlesticks that yes. your grandfather got That's from the true. Civil War. Jean Valjean mm-hmm. stealing the candlesticks. And um, it's weird. On one side of my family was Jean Valjean. Jovert was actually on uh, on my mother's side. Yes. That explains a lot, dude. Yeah, no wonder you're chasing yourself. Very sad. Um, you can give up the, the charge of duty at any time. But uh, anyway, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, anything movie or, or TV related uh, you're looking forward uh, to? Well, yes. Uh, the, the Emmys happened recently, you okay. know, the primetime Emmys. And I didn't watch it, but I was like, oh, you know, who are the nominees and stuff like that? And Modern Family, you know, won for whatever. I was like, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen any of them. I've seen like one and a half. And, and they just were very not interesting to me. Right. They were very like this. This feels like it's trying to do the real floating camera, one camera perspective. I'm the office. I'm the parks and recreation, but with something else. And oh, this fucking feels old and dusty already. Right. But everybody's doing backflips over it, so I'm just keeping my mouth shut. I mean, shit. Uh, high Arrested Development. Anyway. Um, so it made me look at the other nominees and uh, Homeland, starring uh, Claire Danes and Mandy Patinkin, right. and the other dude uh, whose name I forget was a Showtime original that I had uh, seen through help of some of my peers the season one, and it was fucking fantastic. I, I think I mentioned it briefly to you way back when, uh, and now I'm jazzed that season two is starting like uh, this week. They're going to start with uh, episode one of season two, and Obama himself has said that the show is extremely well done. It's great, dude. Like, like the end wow. of season one, like the plan that the terrorists have put into effect. They're hiding from the sleeper cell. It so. must be so weird for 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 Obama to be watching a show that is trying to emulate like issues of national actually, security. You know, I bet he's so. sitting there with a clipboard, like taking notes. Like, oh, I got to make sure that people are on top of this. Uh, that's coming back. Uh, I think it got nominated. I don't think it won. Um, I think Claire Danes might have won something. Um, something else I'm excited about uh, is Downton Abbey, because the, the old British lady in me loves that show. Yes. Uh, that came back with season three. Uh, they've had three episodes already. Uh, it, it's good. Uh, you, you know, trying to catch the lightning in the bottle. Season one was just so, holy Christ, this is, this is great. Uh, really good. Season two is kind of, mm-mm. Uh, had some good moments, uh, but season three is coming back. I really won't go into it talking about the characters because you don't watch it. Probably none of our audience does. What about? Uh, oh, I do watch. But uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What about? Uh, did Game of Thrones won anything at the Emmys? I didn't even watch the Emmys or read the Emmys. I know they were nominated for a bunch of shit. Shame By the way, on my inner nerd. Uh, series three premieres March thirty first, twenty thirteen. Oh god! So go ahead and so write that down. Then. And write it in your journal, your your calendar, um, iCloud. I, I think it only won like uh, maybe uh, special effects or new show or something like that. I don't think it won anything like best direction well, or best fucking drama. Gay it is. But before then, we have the the Hobbit, the first installation of the Hobbit to look forward to. Did you know they're doing a trilogy of the Hobbit? Have you seen the trailers for that? I have seen the tra- I have seen a trailer. I don't okay. know if I've seen. Okay. I didn't know they were doing three movies. I knew they were breaking it. I thought they were breaking it at two. Apparently, they're breaking it in three. One of them is going to come out during uh, Les Mis time, the uh, the uh, Christmas season. 
look forward to seeing that. Um, those are things that are coming out now that I look forward to. And I noticed on uh, the Emmys, HBO got nominated for one of their uh, movies that they put out called Game Change. Have you heard of that one? Uh, I've heard of it. I have not. Uh, yes, uh, Game Change uh, revolves around uh, the 2008 election with uh, Palin coming into it and basically how she got inserted into the McCain campaign from an insider's perspective. Uh, really pretty, pretty decent. Uh, of course, Jay Roach directed it. Um, it was again done by HBO. Uh, Sarah Palin was portrayed by Julianne Moore. Fucking great job. Yeah, of course. Uh, Woody Harrelson plays like the inside guy who ended up writing the book that this got adapted from, and Ed Harris plays John McCain. And there's a host of other people that you'd recognize. Uh, Ron Livingston from uh, uh, Band of Brothers and uh, Office Space is up in there, <laughs> and. Uh, it actually made you feel somewhat sympathetic for Palin, believe it or not, because you, you saw this person that was woefully under prepared to take on this task that somebody basically came and laid at her feet because somebody saw a YouTube video of her talking well on a talk show. It was like, hey, she's got the fire and, you know, that youthful thing because that they were going to they're going to lean towards uh, Lieberman for McCain, which I actually might have voted for. Because that's sensible, he's very middle, and that would have kind of balanced out McCain. And if you remember, McCain started off not being so fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs Republican crazy, you know? I like, mean, he was like a fairly sensible fellow. Yeah, well, I mean, that happens to every... Right. It's, it's right. so weird because to get the money, the money is in the far right of the Republican Party. You know, the, the right wing nut job, Christian... Well, the money, Warriors, yeah. But that's where the money is. So to get the money, the Republican candidates have to appease that far right to get the money. Yeah. But the votes are in the center. Exactly. So it's like the candidate goes all the way to the right to get the money, and they got to stay there. Otherwise, they'll be accused of flip-flopping. So when they stay to the far right, everybody in the center is like, hey, you're fucking loony tunes. So we're not going to vote for you. Yeah, you, you, you wash out your original message. Right. Like when Romney started, he wasn't as fucking batshit as he exactly. is now. And as I see it, it's pretty well, much Well, he like had that. Obamacare in fucking Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, it, it's like the Republican machine just gets their hand up your ass and they're like, you want money and you want votes? This is the way to win. Yes. You say these things, you say these things. The guy's like, okay, well, I'll, gee, I want to win. you were doing a poem up there. I was... I, I, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it. Still fiddling. It's going to be, you know, it's not going to be exactly a rhyming scheme. Um, and so now Romney has just like fucking destroyed his own chances through help of the advice machine, whatever the Republicans are giving him. And tomorrow night, folks, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday, October 4th, 2012, will be the debate between the presidential candidates. That's true. Our president, uh, Barack Hussein Obama. I will never say Barack Hussein Obama's name without saying Hussein right. or Obama or Barack, uh, as far as you know. Uh, and yeah, that's the old uh, the the Rush Limbaugh Sean Hannity trick. Of right. Every time they say his name, they have to say. Well, I also Hussein. I also do it for for the opposition. Just to be fair, I will say. Um, uh, John Adolph McCain. No, Mitt Adolph Mitt, Romney. Yeah. Mitt Adolph. Okay. Say no, no, no. 
McCain. Come on, McCain's all right. And, and they make McCain look like a pudding pop in, in this show. Like, he's just so well-intentioned. Like, oh, this girl Who didn't plays know what McCain? she was getting into. Ed Harris. I can see that. Does, does fucking fit. Fucking that. Ed Harris, dude. Fucking blow my balls off. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are some things I, I'm interested in looking at. YouTube recommendation. All right, Please. two things. <clears throat> Amazing stories from the 1980s. Do you recall this TV show, this episodic show? Produced by Steven Spielberg. Had one of the most cutting-edge 3D animation entrances, uh, intros to, to anything uh, that has been seen at that time. Basically, uh, you know, little bite-sized Twilight Zone kind of episodes of, of hooky-kooky stuff, some very broad acting, but of a sci-fi nature, very well-produced, uh, funny, very smart, uh, clever I, I watched it religiously as a child. Is there uh, a name for it? or Amazing Stories. No. Amazing Stories. No, it sounded like a review to me, but no, I've not heard of that. Well, you should totally check it out. So now I'm making my kid watch Is those. Is it like an Unsolved Mysteries kind of a thing? Or like a no, 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 no. I, it's, it's total fiction. Um, uh, crazy fiction. Like this kid makes a... Uh, radio telescope that can like pick up stations from another planet and the aliens come down and the aliens have caught uh broad- about aliens. broadcasts of old tv shows from like the 50s and stuff like that so they they love the marx brothers and the three stooges and they're aliens that are they look like nutsacks but they love like that kind of stuff um and there's another one where but guys- at the end of the day what alien doesn't look like a nutsack well, to us, if right. I, every time I see an alien that doesn't look like a nutsack, I, I, I don't buy into it. No, that's when you know not to believe. Say that is a, a non-testicular looking alien. Yeah, the must, testicles must are out there. Fake. The testicles are out there. Uh, anyway, amazing stories, great show. Each show's contained uh, one story. Like one, this last one was an episode. Uh, they were filming a movie down in the swamps of the South. You know, just the ambiguous South, yeah, sure. where everybody's a redneck and likes to kill people. Uh, and uh, this guy was an actor in a mummy film. He had this complex mummy so Jackson on. Jackson County. Looked really good. Jackson County, you know, biolabashery. Take a pick. Um, and uh, he got a call while he was on set at like 3 o'clock in the morning that his wife was giving, uh, you know, birth to their child unexpectedly like uh, 20 miles away. So he just peels out in a car and goes driving around dressed like a mummy. And then all these rednecks see him, and they start chasing him, wanting to kill him. And he's like, And why was he in the mummy outfit to begin with? Because he was filming a movie down in the bayou swamps of some ubiquitous southern town. He was filming a film. Right, The town fucking villagers didn't know that exactly. the Hollywood production was shooting in the Well, they certainly didn't know what it was about. I mean, they're rednecks. Right. But the funny thing was, is the scene that they showed in the film that they were filming in the episode was a bunch of rednecks ready to kill him. And then he goes and this happens and it's very tongue in cheek and yuck, yuck, yuck. And uh, it, it was entertaining. You know, it was good, uh, clever, uh, good nods to Frankenstein and stuff like that. Anyway, amazing story. Of that ilk, I prefer the, the Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I think that was the finest of all of the... The vignette-based yeah. uh, television shows. Well, I mean, they're entirely different flavors. I mean, if you're talking like Tales from the Crypt, you're talking Alfred Hitchcock Presents, you're talking Amazing Stories. Twilight I mean, Amazing Zone. Stories is something uh, you, you know, being, uh, you know, uh, restrained order against your children would never have this to where you sit down and you have something that you can watch together. Right. You know, Amazing Stories. Boom, that's what you want. Um, some guys, a six-pack and... Uh, 
uh, some scary night, you know, Tales from the Crypt or, or Your Best Girl there on the couch, you know, yes. Susie Q. Um, I won't tell the other one about Susie Q. <laughs> um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents when you want to have some tea and a monocle and like, be like, oh, yes, high drama. Oh, very, very, very mm. well turned. Alfred Hitchcock presents. I don't know if I throw X Files into that same type of show. Uh, no, no, that, that's that's because it's more of a, a recurring character. Episodic, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's very dependent upon each other. Um, that's good. It would be good to have a top ten list of those kind of shows as standalone little vignettes. Twilight Zone, uh, Outer Limits, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what are you nerding on? What have you been nerding on lately? <clears throat> I have finished. The Stephen King anthology of the Gunslinger series. Okay. Mm-hmm. Final review. Don't bother. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, wait for whatever condensed movie will come out. Gotcha. There are some great things in there. Some of it, you know, I like the idea that he's just writing it as he goes along. But some of it seems that he could have spent a lot more time structuring things out. And I know I'm talking about you know one of the best-selling authors in the history of creation. But I've read a lot of his other shit. I've read, you know, The Stand. I've read It. I've read uh, The Shining, Carrie, uh, Salem's Lot. A lot of them. Uh, And and they seem very well-structured by comparison. Uh, There were pockets of The Stand that were, like, brilliant, and you just felt like you were running through, and it was great. But then there was just stuff that was mucky. You know, where like, okay, could have spent some time deciding whether this is important or is he just trying to add 300 pages here? Um, it's interesting because. Yeah, that's how I feel about <clears throat> Anne Rice. It's like I love her writing, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the past 50 pages could have been condensed into five if. Yeah. Not she, some, spending eight pages talking about the curtains. Some writers, they, they work by the pound. Yes. You know. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with King's work, uh, but the stand, I mean, the, the Dark Tower series, Gunslinger series, is supposed to tie different elements from uh, all his other stories together. And it's kind of interesting that it's uniting them all in some Yeah, know, I'm not multiverse. familiar with a lot of, of, of contemporary uh, work of King. You should I'm read The more Stand. Of the old, uh, you know, Pet Cemetery, the. That 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 right. that generation of, of King's fiction, um, when it got into the late nineties, two thousand era, it really was not my. You should read cup the stand. The stand is pretty uh, phenomenal. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, and Cell is a later one that he wrote. That's kind of like a. Almost like a slasher film, and could easily be translated into a, a, a film today. Uh, last movie thing I'm going to mention, uh, also Netflixable. Let me pick my computer. Yeah, that's now. good. It, it can take it. Pissing me off. It should. It's a Toshiba. Um, is God Bless America? Okay. Written and directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes. Um, great, great, great movie. Um, not great, great, great. Great movie. Uh, I would give it a, a good three and a half, four stars on my very uh, critical scale. Okay. Uh, basically, a guy that gets fed up with uh, America being full of too many personality worshiping fuck faces, uh, too much Jersey Shore, too much America's Got Talent. Nobody really cares about the person next to them, just how they can forward their own agenda and be popular for five minutes on YouTube. 
So he does what anybody would do, grabs a gun and goes around killing these fucking people that are asswipes to society, gets joined by a young now, girl. Now, is he in it or did he just direct it? <clears throat> just directs it. Okay, so it's another actor playing the yeah. Psycho actually, a, a guy that has played a cameo on a few episodes of Mad Men, of which I am also a fan, and has nothing to do with this movie at all whatsoever. So it's interesting to see him go around with blood on his face from shooting a baby. Yeah, so good show. God bless America. Movie, check it out. Amazing stories. Good, great episodics. Wish something like that would come to TV these days. You know, come on. There you go. What are you nerding? Um, I'm currently, uh, about halfway through of Game of Thrones book one. Ah. Uh, you know, I had been wanting to go back and read the first two books because I want to get caught up. I know that, uh, that the books kind of fill in a lot of the, the empty space that the TV show has passed over. How are you? It's pretty tight so, though, right? I mean, it's pretty it's, blow by yeah, blow. Yeah, yeah. Book one, I've heard book two kind of, you know, they, they rushed through with the TV show, book two. Right. But, uh, I haven't yeah, read two, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Book one, one is that. very... You could almost sit there with a fucking script from each episode exactly. and be like, okay, check, check, check. Yeah, there was there was very little deviation. And it's like, oh, me. big wolf mauling somebody equals expensive CGI. Okay, they summed it up this it is, way. You know? It is so funny how, like, Tyrion Lannister, like, that character is just... It could not have been played any better no. than Dink you plays it. Cannot think of anybody else but him. You're but, like, but I mean, gone. not just that he could play it better than anyone else. Like, no, that's him. That's who that is. that that is the character. Yeah, you know, it's just like bam, bam, bam. I love it. Whenever that chapter heading. You know, it says Tyrion. I'm like, yes! <laughs> Back again! It's gonna be a good chapter! Just as Sherlock Holmes had Jeremy Brett as being the actor that that was the role he was created for, I believe Tyrion Lannister is the role that Dink was created for. I believe it. What's his real name? I don't want to call him. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. The Dinkinator. The Dinkledge. Right. That guy. Yes, good. Uh, great. Awesome. Enjoying it. Good. So, uh, anyway, I think that will do it for this episode. Yeah, yeah. About um, 50 minutes of good quality entertainment. And, uh, we will be back again sooner than later. Yeah, we will. I think, uh, I've gotten a lot of shit going on now that the pipes are clean. Unintended. Figuratively. Yeah, got a little scratch coming in from selling the world's best computer from the world's most profitable company Literally ever and figuratively in the history of man uh, to our fine sirs men and women literally and figuratively absolutely <laughs> I can do this all night alright folks uh, thanks for tuning in and having the faith and carrying the flame um, don't like us on Facebook because you probably already have um, get onto a friend's computer or pick up their iPhone and say you need to look up a match or something because your phone's acting freaky yes. and then go to fucking Facebook nerd aristocracy and like us because that's what a nerd would do man yeah. later I'm a nerd and uh, I'm pretty proud of it <laughs>